This is the 200 Churches Podcast. This podcast was created to provide resources and encouragement to leaders of small churches. Our mission is to encourage and equip leaders of the 94% of congregations in America under 500 members. This is the 200 Churches Podcast. I'm Johnny Craig. I'm here with Jeff Cady today. What are we going to talk to the people about? Well, this morning we're going to talk about Sunday morning expectations. Okay. Because, you know, we we think of church and we've got all of these kind of fantasies as the pastor, you know, that it's going to be this or it's going to be that. And sometimes, especially in the culture that we live in, in the Christian culture, in the Christian leadership culture Mm -hmm. that we live in, everything is like perfect online. You know, we've got this. true. All these, uh, the only church services that we see online are the really good ones that have the high definition digital cameras. They're all choreographed. Right. And what we see online is sometimes, if we're not careful, we think that that's the way you know our church should be. And there was a viral video uh, a couple years back. It was called Contempervent. And it was kind of making fun of right this type of uh-huh. Sunday morning yeah, yeah. service, but it was it was. Funny you know what? We're gonna we're gonna put a link to that. We're gonna put a link Absolutely. to that in, in the, the blog in the, in the notes here. The funny thing about that is it, it it hit the nail on the head. Yeah. You know, a lot of what I dream about my perfect service looking like is wrapped up in that video, and they're making fun <laughs> of it. But it's it's kind of it's kind of for real. It, you know, as though God's work can be manufactured. Right. You know, as we script and choreograph our ministries. Now, we hope that we're talking to a lot of pastors who are pastoring churches of 25, 50, yeah. 75, 100 people. Absolutely. And our, our point for this podcast is to say that you can have just as good of a Sunday morning experience in reality as we often mistakenly think that these choreographed internet worship services that we watch really are, but really they're not. Okay. Right. So, so we, we don't need to have all this other stuff sure. because we want to talk about what our expectations are. We're getting maybe a little bit ahead of ourselves, maybe a little full of ourselves. What are the things we expect on a Sunday morning? I think for me, the first thing revolves around the sermon, that the sermon would be this amazing, incredible message. It would be so moving Amen. that people would be flocking to the altar. Weeping. Weeping, yeah. They wouldn't even need an altar call. I wouldn't even have one. They would be up there anyway because it was so convicting. Before you even got to the end of the message. That's right. So that my message would be so out of the park amazing that life change would happen Well, and that the Holy Spirit would be working in people's lives throughout, and that maybe the message was so good even he would stop for a moment and listen <laughs> from the right. jewels that would be falling from our lips. That's exactly right. I have these yeah, these ideas of, of uh, sermon grandeur, I suppose. Now, you, you talked about the idea of you would have, like if you had your perfect church tell Tell me, tell me again. I love the way you describe what the music would be like in this church. <laughs> uh, it would be I, I what? Said, it'd be an arena show music. So the lights, the fog machines, the the big amps, and and all the sound. It'd be like conference music. But all the time, every Sunday morning, it would be like a conference. And by the end of like the third week, none of our people could hear. <laughs> well, right? you know, that's okay, because no, the music is beautiful. Nobody could hear. Of course, if it's too loud, you're too old, right? Yes. yes. That's absolutely yes. true. Yes. Okay. My, so. my perfect church also only has people who are aged 20 to 30. Okay. Well, I guess I won't be attending your church. You know, another thing in the perfect Sunday morning, you'd have a really, really friendly crowd. I mean, your people, oh, yeah. they would just be hunting and searching for others to encourage, to invite over for after church, Sunday dinner, and all that kind of stuff. I mean, you almost had to set off a cannon shot from the front end of the church just to get people to sit down and get focused on the on the fact that there's going to be a worship service and pull themselves, peel themselves away from the 
from the fellowship that is teeming throughout the auditorium. <laughs> That's it. And not only that, but there would be hundreds of visitors oh, in the audience. Three visitors for every regular attendee. I would think so, yeah. So Absolutely. you're going to have a, visi- a, a visitor-driven crowd. You're going to have super friendly people there. Everybody's smiling. Nobody's overweight. And this would happen week after. It'd be like a visitor-thon. That's exactly It would be unbelievable. That's exactly it, right. And then what would cap off this Perfect Sunday experience, Johnny. Huge offerings. Oh, my goodness. I forgot about the offerings. <laughs> but you're right. Huge. Our cup runneth over. I mean, the money is spilling down that center aisle as the deacons gleefully dance to the altar <laughs> to set the offering plates down. Okay, it sounds, sounds kind of cultish when you say oh that. Oh, my. God. Well, they'd be dodging the snakes, <laughs> right? Oh, my. Sure. Th- to me, that would be... That would be the beauty. I almost want to just let's just talk about all all those things again because it's just I just get, I'm getting a pastoral high just thinking about this kind of a Sunday morning church service. And you know we're being so we're exaggerating and you know we're going crazy. I'm not. Make a point. Oh yeah, <laughs> maybe, okay. maybe not. But we're exaggerating. To make a point. But this is I mean for me personally, and you know I can't speak for Jeff or or any of you out there, but for me personally, I do fall into this where I I wish that I could. Could manufacture my perfect Sunday morning and that it would have a lot of these elements to it, that it would just be amazing every Sunday morning. And then you show up at your church, you walk up the steps, you open the front door, you step in, it's wah, wah. Yeah, reality Reality hits. Yeah, okay, exactly. So we're here today to tell you that even in what you might consider as a wah, wah, <laughs> you've got, there's a great opportunity to minister to the people who walk in the door. And you, as the leader, have to possess that hope and that expectation that God is with you and that God is going to do something through you and through all of the people in the lives of each other. So now let's talk about resetting our expectations. And the very first thing we need to recognize is that if, if we're going to have a Sunday morning where the Holy Spirit is working, we, we need to talk to that Holy Spirit throughout the week. Yeah. We need to we need to really lay a foundation of prayer throughout the week and expect that God is going to show up and that God is going to be the one who is going to do the ministry on a Sunday morning. The foundation for for what we're doing at our church and and what you're doing out there at your church it really it has to be prayer, and this somehow is something that's easy for us to forget as as pastors. We have a podcast about this in the archive if you want to go listen to that. It's something that we can forget, but it, this is the life blood of our ministry is prayer. And and I can have all these pie-in-the-sky hopes about this manufactured Sunday morning, but that's exactly what it is. It's just a manufactured Sunday morning if it's not based and grounded in prayer. And quite frankly, just an average wah-wah Sunday morning that's grounded in prayer is going to be a lot more beneficial and a lot more kingdom-centric than a manufactured, amazing arena show Sunday morning. Absolutely. And you know what? Johnny and I are constantly moving in that direction. We have not crossed the finish line. We will never cross the finish line on this. I mean, I don't know that I'd like to get to a Sunday morning and say, you know what, God, you know that we're depending on you this morning. You know we've talked to you about this. We've invited you. We've welcomed you. We've begged you to come and do the work in people's lives. But there'll be ne- there'll never be a Sunday morning that I'll walk in and say, "Oh man, I have prayed just way too much this week." So this is something we we all need to work on and continue to lean into. We're going to talk about a couple things that we can control on a Sunday morning and expectations that we can have, no matter the size of your church, absolutely, and no matter the venue. To- 20 
30, 200, whatever. Yeah, and no matter the size of the venue. Jeff, you've told me about some small venues that you preached at in the past. And right. despite the small size, these are some expectations that we believe right. you can have. And, and these, I think, are the, the right expectations to have as a pastor of a 200 church. And the first one is to love and encourage people. Maybe we want to uh, have the altar full of weeping people. <laughs> but what we can do, what we do have power over, is our love and our encouragement of the people that we interact with on a Sunday morning. That's right. And that love and encouragement, you know what? It starts before Sunday morning. It starts by praying for and thinking about your people throughout the week. And it starts by connecting with your people throughout the week. Too many of us pastors think that church only happens on Sunday. And we forget that our people are living their life throughout the week and that we need to intersect with those lives. I mean, even as I say that, I'm thinking about a few families, a lot of families right now in our church that I haven't seen during the week in a long time. I mean, I see a lot of them, but there are some that I need to intentionally and purposely move toward during the week to get into their, what we talked about last week, their real life. Right. You know, because Sunday morning is not real life. What I'm saying in that is it's not complete. It's not a person's total. Sure. You know, we can't get to know people if we only see them on a Sunday morning. So loving and encouraging people is going to, is the foundation for that's going to happen throughout the week, but it certainly should continue on Sunday. And that would be that we would do it privately and publicly. Right. That if somebody's doing a special music or they're involved on a worship team or they stand up and give their testimony, whatever it is that they do, if they help to uh, greet people, say, hey, you know, we're, we're so thankful for John handing out bulletins today. Man, he made all of us feel like kings and queens walking into this place this morning. I mean, I'm probably not going to say it like that, but I'm just thinking out <laughs> loud, right? Another expectation that, that we can have of ourselves, that you can have of yourself, is that your message or your lesson or, you know, whatever you're doing on a Sunday morning can be well prepared. And if it is a message, two things that go toward that preparation should be, is your message helpful? And is your message engaging? You know, we don't want people falling asleep. So a lot of preparation can go into your uh, message. And, you know, like I said before, we don't have to fill the altar with weeping people. But we can expect of ourselves that we will be well prepared, that we will present something that is helpful, and that we will present something that is engaging. And I have spoken enough times over enough years that I have been at times in the middle of a message looking out at the people and realizing, oh, my, this is not helpful. And these people are not engaged. <laughs> that is not a good feeling. That right. is not a good feeling. So the well-prepared is uh, blood, sweat, and tears throughout the week. And it's really just prioritizing, you know, saying yes to the great things and saying no to the good things and really spending that time getting prepared for your message. And again, I think that unless you're an automaton, this is something we're all constantly working toward, because we can always grow and learn and do better in our presentation. Okay, Johnny, what's the very last thing that, that we can, and these, again, these are very simple expectations. Love, we can love and encourage people. We can come well-prepared. We can come with a foundation of prayer throughout the week. And then we can, number three, come what? Come as a worshiper. I grew up in churches where we had a piano and we had an organ. And we sang hymns, and that was it. And, you know, I've attended churches that have a wide variety of musical styles since then and the church that we're at right now uh, on a week-to-week -week basis. We're going to be do doing different things and singing different things with different instrumentations. But the one thing that you can control for yourself is that you come as a worshiper. You can't guarantee an arena show. 
you can't even guarantee that all the notes are going to be right. But you can bring a heart that is oriented toward God and that is oriented toward worshiping on a Sunday morning. And I want to remind our listeners of this, Johnny. When I was a kid, I used to watch my pastor. I mean, I watched him from the beginning of the service to the end of the service. Maybe that was part of, you know, God creating that call in me into ministry. But still, I watched my pastor. And if he wasn't singing, I knew it. If he was singing, I knew it. If he was being moved by the words of the song, I knew it. I mean, we've got to remember that we are we are models and we are examples to our people, but particularly to the kids, to the young people. And that, that's something that I have to remind myself of, that if I look staid and Johnny, you're going to say, yeah, Jeff, you always do. And you know, this is something I got to work on. <laughs> but what are the kids picking up from me? What are the sure. kids picking up from you in terms of the genuineness of our heart with God? This is something that we can control. If we come as a worshiper over time, our people will become worshipers. And and I know that I've attended churches where uh, the pastor, he sits right up in the front row. You know, his hands are up during worship or his hands are down during worship. And, and there's something to be said for a pastor who puts himself out there like that to sit right in the front row. I, you know, I sit all over the church on any given Sunday yeah, morning. I, I, was at a, I was at a conference with Jack Hayford a couple years ago, and Jack said he is on the platform. He is up there in front of his people because from his position, he is the lead worshiper. He's the guy who who models worship for his people. Now he's kind of outgoing like that too. Sure. And uh, we just don't, you know, we don't do that on the platform. We we we're down below. But yeah, I think that that's very true. That when we're they're worshiping, then other people will take that cue. Yeah, so bring a heart bring a heart that's ready to worship. You know, these are just expectations that, that we can have of ourselves to kind of kill the myth in our mind that Sunday morning has to be this incredible, amazing show. Maybe this is a post-internet <laughs> aberration. I don't know uh, that, you know, we no, believe it that is. it has to be a certain way to be a good service. Right. That's, not, that's not true. And if we bring the right expectations with us on a Sunday Sunday morning, we will have successful spirit-led services on Sunday mornings. When our people come to church on a Sunday morning, they just want to hear from God and they want to be encouraged by their church family. I mean, they've gone, they've gone through the week, they're going to come in, they're going to sit down and they're going to force themselves to listen to you teach or preach for 30 minutes, 40 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever it is. They just want to hear from God and they want to be encouraged by other people. So what are some other expectations that that you think we can have realistically or that you bring with yourself on a Sunday morning. We'd love to hear from you. Put something in the comments. Send us an email, something like that. Let us know. And as always, if you have any questions, if you have any topics you'd like to see here on the podcast, shoot us an email. Let us know, and we can definitely touch on those things. And if you haven't yet, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and give us a rating on there. And and as usual, this is the 200 Churches Podcast, and we are so happy that you listened to us today. Thank you for listening to this episode of the 200 Churches Podcast. Remember, the leadership that you provide in your 200 church, it matters huge in the kingdom of God. Thank you.